From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. Good morning, New River Valley. This is Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Mark Tapp's not here. Mark Tapp's on his way back from Florida, and we'll talk about that just a little bit. But uh, he had some business to attend to, and like a lot of people, our thoughts are with them. I suspect the rain that we're getting is going to be remnants of and that's certainly far better than uh, some of the the dealings that others have had but uh, the inconvenience of having to drive back versus a uh, uh, plane flight is the reason why I have a I have a you're not my guest producer because you've already forgotten how to turn your mic on I had to that's show true. you that part. that's true yeah I think I said off the, bo- the the air that's not a light bright board but it's pretty damn close uh, there's levers and everything else. As long as we don't touch it, but the lights are on in the proper order, we're okay. So, Steve, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, good morning. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Uh, Steve Adams, uh, I work here for New River Radio, but uh, you may have heard me on, on one of our sister stations, WPSK. I do the um, I do high school football Friday nights for Pulaski County, yep. and um, along with Randy Dunnigan. And uh, I also, on Monday nights, yeah. have a show here on WRAD, which is called Around the ACC, where we focus on a lot about Virginia Tech, obviously a lot about Hokie football and Hokie sports, but we also talk about the league in general. Um, I'm a huge fan of, Atlantic, of the Atlantic Coast Conference, have been for a long time, and um, so we talk about Around the ACC uh, right here Monday night, 6, at six o'clock on WRAD. Yeah, now I actually caught your show uh this Monday. I wasn't spying on you, but it just happened to be a perfect time. It was one of those, uh, I was on my way back from um, actually Salem and got in the car roughly about six o'clock and uh, 10 minutes into the way back and was able to pick up the show. And well, I, I, hope, I hope we were at least entertaining for you. Yeah, well, I, here, here's what I know about sports. Um, I try not to get overly uh, concerned in it. It's it's a very difficult for me. I'm a Houston Oilers fan growing up, so I've had my heart ripped out uh, endlessly uh, by that franchise. I've lost paychecks because of that franchise, and so at this point in time, it's just more around trying to uh, focus. That being said, it does help to add context as to maybe where your particular team is relative to the larger conference right and actually even the larger you know subdivisions and uh, blah blah rankings and stuff like that because ultimately all i really want is for my team to do well that's true it's all about the wins yeah it's all about the wins and and hopefully not too many losses yeah so so interesting though you say you're a houston oiler fan yeah did you become a Tennessee Titans fan? I did until uh, uh, McNair and George were gone. And then um, I was like, well, I'll hang in there with Fisher. And then they got rid of him. Right. And so now there's been a disconnect. That being said, that being said, um, Matt Corral is on that roster now. If Correct. Matt Corral took over the starting role, 
I would become the I that would be my I would at least root for them versus uh, um, very passive uh, in it. I absolutely would. So. So. OK. So while Matt Corral is developing mm-hmm. Ole Miss quarterback, by the way. Yeah. Who are you, who are you then following now if you're waiting to see what the Titans do? Or do you have another team? Are you just mm. are you just are you just watching the NFL casually? Yes. Yeah. The second. Got the gotcha. Yeah. Which is actually great because uh, I can get up anytime I want. And then when I sit back down, I'm equally as entertained or disappointed at the same time. It doesn't matter. There's no, there's no uh, um, tether that. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. So no, I actually like that. I, I've, I've learned no, what I... a uh, passive uh, fan is that being said, my team always wins the Super Bowl because I tend to pick that towards the end of the season, and then I'm like nine and one out of the last ten years. I make that's, shirts and everything. And that's a, that's that's a pretty good record. Yeah, it's that's a pretty, pretty good record. Pretty now, the, re- good. the reason I asked real quick is because I grew up. This is going to show my age a little bit. I grew up a Baltimore Colts fan. Sure, when the Colts were in Baltimore, right? Yeah. And uh, diehard Colts fan, diehard Orioles fan, all my life. Yeah. Well, 1984. When I was a student here at Virginia Tech, the Colts, in the middle of the night, led by the infamous Robert Ursay, moved to Indianapolis. Right, right. Well, that broke my heart. Sure. Beyond belief. Yeah. And I just could not get behind pulling for the Indianapolis Colts. Can you do the Ravens or no? I'm a huge Ravens fan. There you go. But there was a a period between 84 and 96 where there was no football in Baltimore. Right, right. So... And I could not jump on at the time when they were called the Washington Redskins. I could not jump yeah. on that bandwagon either. So I kind of followed different teams and really followed Virginia Tech players that were in the NFL at that time. Yeah. Antonio Freeman, Vaughn Hebron, guys like that. So basically in 1996, when the Browns moved to Baltimore, instantly yeah. I became a Ravens fan. And a couple of Super Bowl victories later, um, I'm still a Ravens fan and – you know, I'd go. I go up to Baltimore maybe two or three times a year for games. So I'm, I'm a pretty big Ravens fan. So they filled the hole in your heart. They did. Well, that's they cool. did. But it took twelve years. Okay, it took twelve years. So well, it, it, and and that kind of leads somewhere here. So first of all, once again, welcome everybody. Uh, this show is for about the New River Valley, and we bring in guests, and we'll talk about other things. You can find uh, our information. Go to the Facebook amhodgepodge.com. Uh, it's got information there, and you can download this. Uh, and all previous episodes. In our first segment, we talk about beer and we talk about sports. And obviously, uh, uh, you, you, you're well-versed in talking about it. So I have a little uh, segment called Beer Over Ball that you're going to play later. And we'll see if you can uh, can score all three points. All right. I'll but, try. But um, I am curious if it's not uh, – football or sports just in general if it's not that do you have some sort of a television show that you watch i know a lot of people have been watching this show called yellowstone right. or anything you've you've you got any of those little things uh, you know just say if yellow, it's, if it's just not, say yellowstone it's all right yellowstone there it you has. go all right cool there you go uh, i've never watched yellowstone so it sounds like maybe you're the same yeah uh, I'm, I guess I'm the biggest fan. Yeah, you watched the biggest, it the biggest fan. <laughs> At least once. Well, in Yellowstone, one of the things that they do in there is they drink 
Coors. So it's uh, Rocky Mountains. Yeah, exactly right. And Coors has now signed a. Our Yellowstone and Coors have come up uh, with an agreement to where they're going to have um, uh, logoing on bottles and cans that are going to be specific for the show. Now, these sorts of things in the past, for instance, the Colts. If the Colts may have won a game, maybe the local beer company might actually... That would have been National Bohemian back Correct. in the day. Correct. See, there you go. Back in the day. Yeah, and they would have put the little guy winking on it and, yep. and, you know, and yep. touch down and put a little helmet on it. And they'll, they'll do that. So Budweiser does that on a national level. And, of course, food packagers between Wheaties and everything else. They've always done these sorts of things. But for a television show, I've been, I was looking to see, is there anywhere ever that has been a television show that it's happened before and I couldn't find anything. Now, I know that you'll, you'll watch shows, for instance, uh, The Simpsons. Now, is that in your... Uh, yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. Okay, so that, there. You watch that more than Yellowstone? Um, probably 50-50. 50-50. Okay. More of a family guy guy. So, okay, well, there you go. So, in The Simpsons, you got duds or suds, whatever. Duffs. The, duffs. There you go. You got duffs. And so, there have been offshoots of duffs. I mean, heck, I think if you go to Universal Studios, they'll sell you a duff beer. They will. Uh, yeah. In they their, will. So, they'll do these sorts, these sorts of things. But I've never really seen it from a television show. It actually tells you one thing, and that is how uh, fractured the um, overall TV viewing or media viewing uh, market is between the Netflixes and the Disneys and then the regular programming and then all of the other satellite programs. It's very hard to find where to spend ad dollars in order to bring them in. And so between pro sports being one of the heavy arm, I've never really seen a television show, and I, as I said, I was looking and I couldn't find it, that has been able to, to capture that other mm-hmm. end. So it is maybe a long throw by a course, but certainly something that I think is going to work because everywhere I go, someone wants to talk to me about Yellowstone. And while I have them all queued up, I actually haven't been, uh, I haven't watched a single one. <laughs> All not, right. not not a single minute, actually. In All fact, right. I, I kind of have an idea of who's in it, uh, but that's about as far as it goes. Okay. All right. So with that being said, you ready to play a game? I am. All right. Crank it up. So here we go. All right. So this is a three-minute game. It's just three minutes. All right. There is a allowable for some banter in between. Okay. But I'm going to see if you can go ahead and grab me. So I'm going to start with the easiest question. Which you said I would get wrong. I'd probably get wrong, I said. We, we, I, didn't, I didn't bet on we, it. We were outside. We've already had that conversation. I don't bet on it anymore. All right. So what is bigger? A college men's basketball in circumference or a college football lengthwise in circumference. So the length of the football all the way around or a basketball at any point anywhere around because it's a round ball. Mm. So it's the same. Which one's bigger? TikTok. You would go. think. You would think if you take the football from mm-hmm. end to end mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah, and it's the furthest end to end. Yeah. It's I'm I'm going on. I'm going because that sounds like the easy answer. I'll say it's basketball. It is basketball. Ding, ding. 29.5 inches. 
to 27.5 inches. Interestingly enough, a child's ball is 27.5. There you go. There you go. Okay, you ready? Second question. What sport, we're familiar with home win or home field advantage. We hear this all the time. Okay, so we're going to ask that. And we also hear home court advantage. So which has a higher home advantage? Which sport? In men's college basketball or men's college football, which one has a greater, greater win percentage. home court or home field advantage as far as win percentage? Well, you've got, you know, I'm going to say. It's a good question, isn't it? It is. Yeah, stu- that, we have studio a, audience in here. You know, well, you've, of course, you've got 300 men's. Division one basketball 300, teams, three hundred and fifty-three, and you've got like one hundred and twenty-seven, mm-hmm. you know, FBS That's college right. football teams. That's right. um, but the question was not that. That you correct. The question was not that. So I'm going to That's say, filler. I'm going to say, um, men's but, college I'm basketball. Say, I'm going to say course. college football. Okay, it is men's college basketball. While both sports betting have an approximately three point uh, home court right. or home field advantage. Correct. Basketball wins 68% of the time at home, and football is 52% of the time. I myself out of that Since one, 2010. Since 2010. So, with that being said, last question. Out of the 353 Division One teams in men's basketball, mm-hmm. do more win 85% of their home games or do more lose more than 50% of their home games? Hmm, that's a good question. So mm. out of the 353, right. if you know 68% is the average home win percentage, out of the 353, do more win 85% of their home games in the, since 2010? Or do more lose more than 50% of their games? I'm going to say that's a more. good question, too. I'm going to say more win 85%. Everyone says that? The answer is more win 85%. There you go. 28 teams since 2010 win more than 85% of the games. Would you be shocked by that number? Yeah. Did you think it was higher than that? I thought it might be a little, little higher than that. Yeah. 27%, 27 teams, excuse me, lose more than 50%. So there's only one yeah, team different. College basketball has a, you know, there's a huge home court advantage in college huge. basketball. And yet at the average tip-off, it's a three-point uh, three advantage. And football, it's a three-point advantage on the average, too. Correct. That's, that's your, you know, it, you know that's get, gets it into Vegas lines and whatnot. Yeah, but, which um, sports should you be betting on with that being said? Since this segment's over. Yeah. I, I told you I lost a lot football, of money on Houston. Football, blah, blah, to broke me, my heart. To me, college football is a heck of a lot easier to bet on than college basketball. Yeah. Because there's a lot more factors in college. First of all, there's a lot more games. Statistically, and, however, it, it sounds like home basketball is easier to bet on 68% yeah, it depends of the time. On which, it depends on which league you're talking about, too. So D1. 353. I'm talking about like ACC versus oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big Ten versus yeah, sure. SEC sure. versus sure, 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 know, sure. Yeah, Pac-12 or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the betting lines and all that other stuff I'm in the, big, in the I'm odds. I'm not a big better either. Me neither. I usually money's hard enough to make and, and, yeah. and keep. Versus, <laughs> you think so? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm normally the uh, anti up guy. You know, the guy that just annies, and then you just eventually just you just 
building the pot for somebody else, that's me. Yeah, I'm, uh, but but a lot of the younger crowd, the young guys, and uh, they they like to. Uh, this is this has become a gambling machine yeah. for some people. Yeah, it's back to that Yellowstone so. with the audiences being so split, kind of in there. All right, so anyway, we weaved all that together. Well, not bad. That was our first segment. When we come back, we do have some guests. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and bring them in. A couple of them got the answers on those questions right too so we'll maybe ask them about that but with that being said everybody stick with us you're listening to am hodgepodge